Claudia, and we're just two ladies talking about ladies. We wanted to create a safe space for women to voice their opinions on various topics about life and share their stories. We hope you enjoy this episode, and thanks for hanging. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of Nova Femme. Uh, we're excited to launch this podcast and we hope you all enjoy it. Uh, my name's Crystal and I'm here with one of my best friends in the world. Hey, I'm Claudia and we're really excited to talk to you guys about ladies. <laughs> <laughs> we're both very fresh to the podcasting world, so, you know, we're working on it. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, we're really excited. Today we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a background, tell you why we wanted to start this podcast, why we feel it's important. Um, essentially, we wanted to create you know, a safe space to talk about uh, women in history, women that have impacted our lives, women that are making an impact on the world, and what it means to us to be a woman and all of our unique experiences. So that's essentially what we wanted to cover um, because we don't feel like there are enough platforms um, in the world today that are a safe space for women and that promote women and empower women uh, the way that we want to today. So uh, I'll hand it off to Claudia for a little intro on herself. Hey, so... Um, I think that this podcast is important to us because I know that any time that I've brought in something up to a friend who's a woman about something that I thought that it was only me, it always gave me comfort knowing that there's other women out there dealing with the same thing, whether it's your period or something more serious or anything like that, like a makeup brand or anything, just like <laughs> talking to women about everyday things always just brings me comfort. And I love women so much. So it's so much fun to be talking to you guys today and starting this journey with you. Um, we really hope that you find some peace and validation or something from us just <laughs> talking to each other um I guess something about me is that I am a very stubborn strong-willed feminist and I don't always like the word feminist because of the mm, the whitewashed history of feminism, but I think it's important that we talk about it, whether the name is something that we like or not. I think that it's an important conversation to keep having until, like, we have the same fucking rights as men, so <laughs> um, I'm definitely more of the <laughs> spicy one <laughs> when it comes to... <laughs> progressiveness but uh yeah crystal's my uh bring me back to earth person so that's why we thought that this podcast would be really good well it'll be well-rounded <laughs> yeah maybe not really good but <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, we definitely have different opinions. We agree on a lot of things. We just come at it from different experiences. And we've found a way to find a common ground between the two of us Mm -hmm. and work together to empower the women in our lives and online and things like that. So we really want to encourage the conversation and the the sisterhood and we all need to like band together because when a group of women are fighting for the same thing it scares men and that's why they've kept us apart for so long so we want to just like make a little sisterhood (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's a great way to put it um and yeah claudia and i have known each other for years now we met in college and we've been uh we've been pretty close ever since we've actually gone out of the country together while we've like <laughs> eloped in random countries together which was hilarious <laughs> we almost got arrested in another country yeah, together yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a wild story we'll tell you guys that in another episode you gotta stay tuned for that um but yeah So just a little basic background about me. Um, I grew up here on Long Island. I'm an only child. Um, Well, theoretically, I've got (laughs) (laughs) I've got a stepbrother um, that I'm close with. He's down in Georgia and I've got two half siblings that um, are just adorable. They're a lot younger than me, so we have a lot of fun together Um, growing up. You know, I was a student athlete, which I think played a huge role in my life and in my view of feminism, actually, just because I had a lot of unique experiences um, being an athlete and being considered uh, more competitive, more masculine, more muscular. uh, I had a lot of negative pushback from friends, teammates, uh, other colleagues, which really started to shape my opinion of how society perceives femininity and how, um, how we're sort of brainwashed to think that there's only one version of femininity and that has, you know, a certain look to it that I'm sure everybody is accustomed to. Uh, So that's really what sparked my interest in studying powerful women, women that have overcome obstacles and, uh, you know, I've just taken the journey from there. Now I am a customer service representative for a diagnostics company that has been uh, on the forefront of helping develop tests for uh, COVID-19. So that's been an exciting uh, journey that I've been on recently. I've also just gotten my real estate license, which is really exciting. Um, I am an entrepreneur, I'm an artist, I have my own pottery business, so I kind of do a little bit of everything and I just like to keep life exciting and I like to challenge myself and try new things because that's what it's all about. (laughs) I was laughing because I sell weed for a living. Yeah. <laughs> I realized I didn't say anything about what I do or like that, but I don't know. What I do is talk about women to a point where I make 
so many men uncomfortable. It makes <laughs> me feel really great. A good thing to know about me from the start is that I do not like men. <laughs> See how I didn't say hate? I was trying to be nice. Hate is a strong word. And I just generally don't find men appealing, even though I am, unfortunately, a straight woman. <laughs> it was, um... The funniest part about that is that you're... You have a significant other who is a man, and you live together, so it can't be that unfortunate for you. (laughs) We get into fights a lot where, like, I'll get myself... So, something about me is that I trigger myself, (laughs) sometimes on purpose, just because I feel like getting angry about the world. But I think it's valid, because the world is a place to be angry in currently, And I guess always, right now, it feels like everything is very bubbled and right at the tippy top. And, uh, but there'll be times where I'll trigger myself about something and then I'll just turn to him and be like, ugh, you don't understand. (laughs) He's like, you always attack me for being a white straight man. And I, how am I supposed to respond to that? I'm like, just take it and move on. (laughs) Yeah, I feel bad for him. You know, he can't change any of those <laughs> things about himself <laughs> it's just what he represents and sometimes he is the patriarchy <laughs> every man is the patriarchy but they just have to fight it every single day it's like how all white people are racist but every day they have to wake up and be anti-racist it's how like all men are the patriarchy but every day they have to wake up and be like we got to make this place equal. But they're not doing it. So I feel like I can get angry at them. So. <laughs> All right. That's a valid point. I could see that. But Claudia also, she forgot to mention that she is a very successful author of several <laughs> books. I wouldn't say it's successful. I have several books on my laptop that I've written. <laughs> <laughs> no, you've got... She's working on getting them published. Yeah, I definitely... I've gotten things published before, just to talk about me again. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Claudia's very humble. She's an amazing (laughs) author. So humble. And she can't even take the compliment right now. (laughs) Well, you know, that's another thing that we've been taught for a really long time, is don't accept compliments because then you're like a bitch. (laughs) Bring it all back around to you ladies. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'll probably talk about anxiety and depression and um, things like that a lot because I have all of those things. <laughs> and I've been, I do a lot of energy work, so Reiki's going to come up a lot. Therapy, I'm like an advocate for literally every single human on the planet to get therapy. I think that we've all been traumatized and we could all use an hour of complaining. So I think it would make the world a better place. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, there's going to probably be a lot of trigger warnings when it comes to things (laughs) that just fly out of my mouth. (laughs) But Chris is really good with it. She's like, oh, no, (laughs) I 
I have a problem with not having... I have a lot of empathy, but I do not have empathy for people who mm, do not get it. I don't understand that they're the problem or trying to help problems or anything like that. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me in situations, especially when I'm getting heated, to, like, remind myself that they're also humans and they could change one day. And... <laughs> They may be listening to us trying to change, and I'm yelling at them. So, <laughs> Crystal is good at, like, being like, hey, 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 uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Not everyone. And I'm like, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I just, I like to bring it back to the broader, broader topic. Yeah. I think sometimes there definitely needs to be, like, a more microscopic level conversation about things to actually get something fixed, but I don't think that sometimes I uh, definitely target people <laughs> that doesn't help either, so, <laughs> you know, that's why we're doing this together. Yeah, It's a exactly. balance. <laughs> And something that also is cool that Claudia does, uh, <laughs> I just love putting you on the spot because you're awesome. Uh, so Claudia uh, always attends the Women's March, which I think is really, really amazing. I'd love to attend, you know, in the upcoming years, one year. But why don't you talk about that and why you think that that, uh, that type of display and event is really important for, you know the feminist movement and for equality and what that represents yeah I have always had fun at the women's march um recently I've realized that I've always had an amazing empowering like tear-jerking sisterhood experience at every single march I've gone to but I've realized that as a white woman, those marches have been curated for my comfort. And I think that the Women's March as an organization has a lot of issues that they need to work on. They don't really come out for women of color or indigenous women or anything like that. They kind of come out when it's just like, I guess when white women actually are threatened, like, when all women are threatened, the Women's March comes out. But when it's, like, a group of women, they don't really gather and rally and, like, cry and, like, ring the bells and call for a collective unison and, like, all these beautiful things that I've experienced. But I do think that going out and standing up and like yelling at the government about what you want and what you deserve is a powerful thing that everyone should experience. I think that go the my experiences at the Women's March are not tainted because my feminism is intersectional and every time I've gone to the Women's March it has been for all women, <laughs> mm -hmm. not just myself. So I don't think that I really have to look back at those with like guilt or anything like that. But I do think that having the awareness that throughout history, it's always been a thing of, you know, let's get the white women through the door and then everyone else will follow. Mm. And I think that that's a big thing that is coming up in 2020 with everything 
going on in the just in America, honestly, screw the rest of the world. What's happening in America is, I mean, not screw the rest of the world. You know what I mean. (laughs) 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 But also, I, I think that people, well, women and feminists who are real feminists, which means that your feminism is for everybody. You care about women. You care about trans people. You care about LGBTQAI plus people, you care about the environment, you care about climate change, you care about all everything because you realize that everything is connected and when we are in unison, we are powerful. So I think that's why we need to like get together and scream and yell and demand equality because asking politely has gotten us here (laughs) so I think it's time to ask a little impolitely now and like really be like that's why when like I love talking about my period to men because that's like for me that's like an active activism (laughs) like I am making this man uncomfortable right now about something that is a natural thing Mm -hmm. that happens to over 50% of the population on this planet. Like, fuck you for being uncomfortable. Like, I'm going to talk about it more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I I definitely, that's definitely my take on the words. (laughs) But, you know, Crystal has always been an advocate for the environment even like before it was like a cool thing to do she's always been she's always talked about the environment and anytime I brought up feminism she would always kind of be like yeah that's important but the we're the world is burning and we're the cause as humanity and I don't know I feel like that's a big problem <laughs> and like it's just, I, I'm i wondering, when did, like, your environmentalism turn into feminism? Or have they always been hand-in-hand? Hand, or have you, like, recently taken a turn to realize, like, I don't know. Yeah. When, no, what, that's, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a really good, uh, that's a really good point to bring up. Yeah, I, I studied environmental science. It's something that's always interests me ever since I was a little girl. Um I I don't know if one was necessarily more important than the other. I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten more educated on uh, feminism and the inequality of women. I think when I was younger, I, you know, was sort of sheltered. Like, nobody talks about issues like that with, you know, young teenage girls. You're sort of oblivious to a lot of things, so... Uh, I focus on the environment, but I think it does go hand in hand. I think they're both causes that are, you know, that could change the world and that if we don't change, the world is going to be in a really bad place really quickly. So (laughs) I think now it's it's very hand in hand for me because I think that, you know, if there's no planet to live on, then it's hard to have a women's march. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mike. My, my cat is uh, rubbing on the microphone right now. That was hilarious. I'm sorry. So, yeah, if there's no planet, you know, uh, with global warming and with 
the fires in California and sea levels rising and water shortages and famines, people are starving and yeah. dying around the world. So it's sort of one of those things like if you're worried about possibly dying from starvation or malaria or dysentery tomorrow, it's a little hard uh, to focus on, you know, feminism or, you know, doing marches and stuff like that. Like, I can understand why other countries are in different places than we are here. So I feel like if we're able to band together as humanity and, you know, like we can end world hunger, that is 100% possible right now with the technology that we have. Uh, it just, all it would require is everybody putting their differences aside and uniting all of our resources and distributing mm-hmm. them equally. Yep. But that's not how the world works. It's not how the world works. So we just have to make do with the situation that we that we're in right now. And you know, you and I are really fortunate to be, you know, middle class white women in America. We're very, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of privilege that comes with that and I'm definitely not blind to that and I've I've been becoming more educated on just how privileged I am. Uh, which has been really eye-opening for me recently. So I think we just have to we have to be advocates for everything that we have the privilege to be advocates for. So yep. I have we have the privilege to go to the women's march. We have the privilege, you know, to go to town hall meetings and to you know sp- spark up a community garden or to educate our children on recycling. We have those privileges. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's our duty to do those things because people in other areas of the world don't have that privilege and if we're able to do that for the next generation and to create safe spaces and educate um the next generation that's coming forward they might be able to expand their knowledge and help those people less fortunate Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like i've always had a focus on feminism like that has been in my soul not to get heavy and I guess I should say like a trigger warning but um (laughs) I think that I really when I was 16 I was raped and I think that that really like took me on a journey to find feminism because I was looking for a community that understood what happened to me and understood why I was feeling what I was feeling and going through what I was going through and just turning to women seemed like the ideal place to like find comfort and through that I kept learning and learning and learning and I got angry and I found like a passion and like a route to go to and like the women's march and all of these things and I've realized that my focus has been on women for so long that not that I didn't care about all these other things in the world it's just like I wasn't seeing the connections between everything and I think that over the past few years I've been noticing and learning about how everything is interconnected (laughs) and like how just like fixing one piece of the puzzle and if we like helped 
climate change and like help people who are hungry, that would lead to like people getting education and learning about things and being educated and having access to things. And that would lead to equality. Well, mm, I don't know. Equality is always on the back burner, I feel like. I feel like maybe that's why I always think that it's the most important thing is because I, even if we fix climate change and we feed everyone in the world, if it's not equal, then what was the fucking point? <laughs> like, I know all these, like, I mean, I get it, but if it's just, like, it becomes the elite and the rest of us, mm-hmm. and then we fix the planet for, like, these people and, like, whatever, if there is an equality, none of it works, mm-hmm. is what my belief is. And I think that's why feminism has been my, like, label for so long, mm-hmm. because my feminism is about equality. I don't know what other people's feminism is. It doesn't look like feminism, and it smells bad, and I'm like, <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. Also, I feel like it's important to say that Crystal's not on social media. <laughs> well, I am, but she, it, it's very limited. <laughs> yeah, very limited social media, so sometimes, like, topics may come up where, like, there's been, like, a huge break on social media, but... <laughs> Crystal may not be up to it, like, up to the break. She might be, like, a couple of weeks behind, like, reading up from what happened two weeks ago. But it's totally fine. I just felt like it was important to say that. <laughs> because things happen every single day, especially in the social media world where, like, J.K. Rowling tweets transphobic things mm-hmm. and then we talk about her and then it's like, well, actually, she's not a good person and then yeah it's like oh I didn't know that because I'm not on social media (laughs) yeah that's a cool point to bring up though because it's all about educating each other you know we have good conversations together about about different topics and we each learn from each other and I think that's why we really wanted to do this together because we have such different perspectives and such different um pools of knowledge to share with each other. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, yeah, and the J.K. Rowling thing, yeah, I was definitely slow on the pickup with that one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's fine. We're there now, and we just don't look back. I'm We're educated there now. now. That's, that's what it is. Moving forward, educate yourself every day. I'm just, like, more into, like, books and stuff, and I try to limit They're my not social media. I try to look, well, because, you know, the blue light is bad for your mental health. No, it's horrible. And, You're doing the right thing. (laughs) (laughs) I have a lot of reasons for it. I have a lot of reasons for it. (laughs) You not being on social media is healthy, but it's just like the way that news is untrustworthy and then like travels Mm. and like stuff like that. It's like, I, it's weird. I like trust things that I read on um, certain social media accounts more than I read in like the New York Times or CNN like oh yeah yeah if like a social media account that I trust like the ACLU or something like that like they post something that I'm like oh then it's real and they're not just (laughs) trying to make money off of my clickbait (laughs) (laughs) that is 100% accurate and honestly that that's another reason why I'm off of social well again I'm not off just delayed (laughs) we'll just say delayed um, 
But, you know, there's so much fake news now, and it's it's so... It, you get bombarded and inundated, especially now, you know, with the elections mm. coming up. I oh, my it. goodness. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> there's just... There's too much to even talk about, honestly, no. but... You know, I think that we should never... I don't know. It might be, like, two white girls, but... <laughs> Um, I don't think we should, like, say his name on this podcast. <laughs> I think there should be a, you know, you know who I'm talking about, yeah. free podcast. I don't know. I feel like that would be a fun thing to, like, give our viewers, like, a safe space. <laughs> not ever talking about him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, yeah, I'm down for that. He's like Voldemort. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He who shall not be named <laughs> as we bring up J.K. Rowling. Again. I know, dang. <laughs> it's just such a good series. <laughs> it is. We, I it's don't know. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah, it's separating fun. artists from <laughs> art is a whole thing. I don't know where I fall. <laughs> That's something that keeps me up at night, and I like don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> That's just, it, like, It's a thin line, I think. It's a really thin line. Uh, yeah. yeah. With every, I feel like with everything though. I don't know. I think there's some thick ass lines out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Give me an example of a thick ass line. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean there's like, there's like the lines you don't cross at all, and then there's like. Thin lines. I wouldn't, like, everything is not, like, a thin line. I think there is, like, gray area for certain things. This is kind of like my do whatever you want as long as you're happy and you're not hurting anyone. <laughs> like, the, like, the, no, I gotta clarify. <laughs> yeah, Please you don't said hurt that people. Quite a few times. <laughs> That's funny. I said I was a pacifist at work the other day. I don't know if I am a pacifist. I don't know. I think I would punch someone if I really needed to. I don't think I would. Like, oh I just didn't want to, like, do something. I was like, sorry, I'm a pacifist. I don't. Also, I guess trigger warning. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, pacifist. <laughs> All right. Let's. Okay. We let's let's do one of these questions. <laughs> Get away from my uh, rambling. That's so funny. Oh my gosh. So as as a quote unquote pacifist and a feminist in the world, <laughs> white woman feminist, what uh <laughs> No no I am I am okay. Clarification. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. I am a white woman and a feminist, but I am not a white feminist. <laughs> no. Wait, what? <laughs> You know, like white feminist is like oh, I a get feminist. What you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it's you. for like white people. Mine is inclusive. <laughs> okay, my, no, my bad. That was just the order of no, traits I that I listed for you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so triggered. Oh my gosh, <laughs> so trigger warning. So okay, I'm just saying as a feminist, what do you wish the world would understand about you in particular? When you tell somebody you're a feminist, what what do you wish that they would understand and not maybe jump to any conclusions of? Hmm. Um, I honestly think that I would <laughs> I would like 
um, the world to understand that I don't like being stared at by men <laughs> or if men look at me, they typically look at my chest because I have double D's and I usually wear fake bras. <laughs> it's just like nip city everywhere. <laughs> oh boy. But I realized that I don't like it when men look at my chest. I don't like it when they look at my face. <laughs> really like when they like look at me too long. And I would like the world to understand that I'm not like that just because I woke up one day and decided that I hated men. <laughs> it's because I had been treated horribly by men and sexualized by men since I was like a child. <laughs> and I would feel more comfortable in the world knowing that people aren't looking at me in a sexual way just because I feel like my whole life I had been looked at in a sexual way mainly because of my boobs which then like made a really <laughs> ooh me and my boobs that's a story <laughs> love hate yeah I think yeah, I think that I would like the world to understand my discomfort in the world because of the patriarchy. Okay. <laughs> and then learn to not do it. Just stop. Just stop the patriarchy now, please. <laughs> Just end it all. <laughs> yeah, we've waited so long. Like, it's time. Mm-hmm. And all of this needs to be over. <laughs> it's insane that it's still going on. <laughs> but, yeah, I think that's definitely... My discomfort around men mm-hmm. is something that I deal with on a daily occurrence. So I think that's, like, a big thing for me. What about you? Yeah, um, I think I would like people to be a little bit more open-minded when they think of what feminism encompasses or you know the word feminine femininity as an an essence i'd like i'd like people to expand it a little bit um because you know i mentioned it earlier i was an i've been an athlete my whole life and i love like powerlifting i love running i ran the new york city marathon uh last year 2019 which was an amazing experience um so you know i'm a, I'm a pretty like muscular girl um, I don't bodybuild or anything like that, but it Crystal makes... is naturally hot. <laughs> She's naturally <laughs> built. She's naturally sexy. It's just thank the you, way the world you. is. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know why people feel the need to comment on it, though. Yeah. Like, whenever mm-hmm. I wear short sleeves, you know, I, I've got toned arms. And I've had coworkers comment. I've had my dentist comment. I've had strangers comment. You know, it's and it's it's comments that I'm not. It's one of those like you're not quite sure if it's mm-hmm. a compliment. They're like, oh wow, yeah. like you must work out. I'm like, I do, but how do you mean mm-hmm. that? Like, <laughs> I've, I'm getting mixed vibes from you when you say it. Um, so I, at, that was something I always struggled with growing up because I was brought up to think that 
women were supposed to be small and delicate and, you know, always have their hair done and their makeup a certain way. And, you know, they were supposed to be petite and guys were supposed to, you know, just lift them up and, you know, I don't know, carry them off into the sunset. But I didn't really fit any of those categories. I was, I'm very competitive. I'm, I'd say I'm a tough chick. I don't like to be told what to do. Uh, and my, you know, my boyfriend, Sean, uh, you know, he'll pick me up cause he's really, he's a lot stronger than me. He, he's a personal trainer and stuff, but, uh, I don't know if, I don't know if a lot of other guys could do it. I feel like I could pick you up and I haven't lifted a pan above my head in probably over five years. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like sitting here being like, I don't, I don't know. I'm like, I could pick you up. You're definitely like dense. And I know this because we've showered together many times. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just so crazy. I just like the mama bear of me jumps out and is like, yeah, no, that's my baby. And she's so pretty. Uh, I know, <laughs> I, I know. Like now I'm really secure about my body yeah. and I love that I'm muscular. I love that. I love the way my body feels when I work out. Um, it makes me feel strong. It makes me feel healthy. It puts me in a good mental state. So I really enjoy it. I just wish that other people could sort of expand their idea of femininity and what that might look like for different people. And, you know, that that goes for, uh, you know, cis women, trans women, uh, you know, any any type of woman, the whole spectrum. Or Everybody's man. Spectrum. <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah, same thing. A dude could be feminine and it's not, It like, shouldn't be a negative weird. thing for a dude and it shouldn't be a no. negative thing for a, a girl to be more masculine. There, there shouldn't be this binary, you know, oh, you shouldn't look like that or, oh, like, you're lifting too much. Like, that's another thing I would hear at the gym, too. Like, different women would come up to me and be like, oh, like, why are you lifting like that? Like, you're going to get bulky. Um, I don't I just didn't understand those comments it blew my mind because I was like okay you're gonna run on the treadmill for you know however many hours and you're still not gonna look the way you want to look because that's not how your body works you can't just run forever and get a six-pack you have to you know you have to lift weights to tone so there, yeah there's definitely like a huge pressure on women to look a specific mm -hmm. way and, like, you know, you work out because it feels good and, you know, you found a love for your muscular body and you're just, like, you are challenging it. And you mm -hmm. love a challenge. Like, exactly. Crystal loves a challenge. <laughs> and, you know, so you're, like, working out in a healthy way where you're, like, let's see how far I can push my muscles. And, like, let's see how much my body can take. And, like where is the end like is there an end or could I keep going like that's right. like I feel like that's your thought at the gym mm -hmm. and then I feel like other women feel a certain pressure to look a certain not to say that you don't mm -hmm. just like for those who are trying to get like that body that they're not going to get because they're running on the treadmill well they like I don't know. I have like a weird <laughs> connection with the gym <laughs> and body dysmorphia and eating disorders and like weirdness. My brain really processed 
body image and working out and food in a very negative way. Mm. And so I always put working out with that. Mm -hmm. So whenever I think of a woman working out, I get like, well, why can't you just be like the way that you like you're beautiful, whether you work out or not, like any state that you're in, you're beautiful. If you're good on the inside and you're a good human, you're a beautiful human. And the standard of beauty is impossible to get to. Mm -hmm. So we need to work on, like, loving ourselves, which you've done by, like, loving your body and, like, loving your muscles. And, Mm -hmm. like, that's, you know, I love myself by, like, staying away from the scale. (laughs) I don't even get on it anymore. Like... I'm like, I know what is going to hurt me, and I don't understand why, like, three numbers causes me so much pain, mm-hmm. but I just know I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> I'm not even going to just look at it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You have to love yourself no matter what, and you can't judge others for what they choose to do either. Um, so, yeah, that that would be my one thing that I'd, I'd like the world to sort of take into consideration is... If you see somebody, you know, working out at the gym or you see a muscular woman, it might make them uncomfortable Keep to comment on it <laughs> in public. It might it might make them uncomfortable. So it's the same same way if somebody called you out for a certain feature on your body. It, it would make you uncomfortable as well. But I think everybody has their own journey to go through. And I think whether or not you do it like physically that's that's up to you and that's totally fine yeah I think that there's like um I think that with my own journey with my body knowing like you and the rest of our friends and like so Crystal and I are not a solar solo friendship we are (laughs) part of like a mass union of humans (laughs) and um yeah I being around those humans who are mostly women they really have helped me find that light in me that like reminded myself that I am beautiful Mm -hmm. and I am whole and worthy and like these ladies love me so like people who don't like me that's on them not me like just having like a group of women around me who are encouraging and empowering and just want to see you succeed has been like the best gift I have ever received in my life. (laughs) I don't know what I did to deserve having like such a strong group of women surround me, but it's amazing. And I think that if we can all be a little kinder to other women, Mm -hmm. And I know women can be a certain way, but, you know, there's a common experience that we're all experiencing. And I don't think that one... (laughs) Crystal's cat is at the mic again. Sorry. Her name is Estu. (laughs) Estu wanted to make a shout out. To all of her feline ladies. <laughs> Pussy power! <laughs> I, I, you know, I thought I was going to say that, but I chose not to. You said it for me. That's why we're a great team. <laughs> Crystal filters her words, and I don't. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's too funny. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I just we just want to like create like a a community of women. Mm-hmm. I think that something that I am really hoping that comes out of this is that we meet some like really awesome ladies. Yeah, and 100%. I just can't wait to meet you guys, <laughs> even if yeah. it's just our friends. No, <laughs> I, I, <love> <laughs> I completely agree. I think that's a great way to, to wrap up this first episode. You know, that's our goal here is to create a community, safe space. And in the future, we are going to have uh, amazing ladies on the podcast as well to talk about their stories. Um, and we're really just looking forward to, to sharing all of it and creating an awesome network of, la- of strong, empowered ladies. Yeah. And if you're a man and you're listening, I'm not sorry for saying that I hate men. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you for listening and thank you for trying to better yourself and be more uh, accepting of women. And that's why we're great pair (laughs) well we don't really know how to end this but um you know have a great day and do something nice for someone else today just try to put a smile on someone's face and take care of yourself and love yourself (laughs) and uh we love you (laughs) all right we love you guys we will talk to you next week bye bye